like to invite you to a soul level encounter. Music has an incredible ability to proclaim the soul's language beyond what mere words can speak. That's what we seek as we invite our guests to share their song of the soul. You will hear the music that has charted the steps of their spiritual journey, that has provided a touchstone in the soul's dark night and sung the heart's awe and joy when come to the light. Over the next hour, you will be a witness and companion to our guest's spiritual path and sacred testimony. Welcome to Song of the Soul. It's no surprise, I'm sure, but we've got more great music for you this week for Song of the Soul. Last week, we visited with Howard Lewis of Embedded Reporter, and this week, we have the other centerpiece of that group, Daryl Smith. Daryl's instrument is the fiddle and his voice, and you'll find yourself uplifted and inspired, whichever he's sharing. Daryl Smith joins us by phone from the Milwaukee area of Wisconsin. Daryl, I'm delighted to have you here today for Song of the Soul. Thanks for having me. I'm talking to you at your current workplace, and I'm really interested in the kind of work you do. More recently, I've joined a company, Purple Cow Organics, that produces compost and organic soil amendments, and we sell to farmers and landscapers and nurseries and a host of people that want to utilize really good, high-quality organic amendments. And I'm really interested in soils and soil biology and restoring soils, and my day job, so to speak, is working for Purple Cow, although I don't just view it as a as a day job. It's a passion. And music fits in in the nooks and crannies and sometimes elbows out even more room than that. So it's a combo pack. And what did you used to work? You had your own company not too long ago. That's right. I, for nine years, owned a natural landscaping business in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and focused a lot on organic turf care and helping people to manage their properties in more sustainable ways. And compost is one of the ingredients that is helpful in accomplishing that. Also, native plant selections and design that has a little more organic component to it. So that was my life and still is in the sense that I'm interested in that. And I sold the business and still like to provide some support to the person who picked that up, a business called The Green Team in Milwaukee and really want to encourage people to continue to reduce the amount of pesticides and herbicides that are used in in our landscapes and that we have unknown contact with if we can reduce them as much as possible. Are you originally from that area around Milwaukee? No, actually I grew up in North Carolina and my father is a professional musician. He's on the faculty at the University of North Carolina in Chapel Hill. I moved to Milwaukee after college, which was Davidson College near Charlotte, North Carolina. I moved to Milwaukee and started working in the inner city in some service-oriented programs, and I I guess I look at almost all vocation as a form of service, so it's not like it's uh, you serve sometimes and not others, but worked a lot in the inner city in nonprofit work and then eventually morphed into owning my own business, and I've kind of grown and gotten to know the area in concentric circles, so I've since moved out in the countryside, and I'm working in a more rural area, Oconomowoc. That's where I hang my hat right now. 
And just so everybody listening knows, I identify Oconomowoc as my hometown. I didn't know you had the connection to that until this phone call. So your father was a professional musician. What kind? And did you pick up his instrument or did you go your own way? Yeah, he still works as a faculty member and performs. It's classical flute, combining various artistic endeavors together. So he taught a studio of flute students and also has performed a lot with orchestras and in small chamber groups as well, internationally really, and that music career took us as a family to different countries even. We lived in Germany for a little while, but most of my childhood was spent in North Carolina in Chapel Hill. And when I was young, about five years old, he helped me get started, and my mother, both of them accompanied me to music lessons for violin. And I learned Suzuki violin starting out on a margarine box and a ruler taped to that as sort of mimicking what a violin is shaped like, and then gradually learning by ear and moving in you know, up the levels and learning to read music, and which I've never been really awesome at. I think I have a better trained ear than my eye you know, understanding of, of music. And I did play a little bit in orchestras. And then I put the violin down when I got to be middle school, I would say. And much to my parents' credit, you know, including one whose career is in music, they put up no fight and just allowed me to make my decisions and really focus more on sports. And, and I did for several years. And then I picked up the violin again on a whim, really. A friend of mine was in training for music therapy at Alverno College in Milwaukee and happened to bring home a violin that was part of her class of sort of a survey of different instruments. And it was like an incredible reawakening of my brain and dusty old neural pathways to pick up a violin and, and learn how to play again or relearn it, which was fun and, and it's still going. And I've, I think I've gone beyond where I was before, but I've also gone new directions. And in a way, the beauty is that you find your own footing and your own pathway. And I love what I do. And would you say that you play the violin or do you play the fiddle? So there's a joke that goes, what's the difference between a violin and a fiddle? And you say, well, a violin has strings, but a fiddle has strings. Okay. And so I have a four-stringed instrument called a fiddle, I guess, and I'm learning. There's actually a different style and very, you know, there might be a bit of a, I don't know, a habit that violinists might look down their noses at fiddlers, but there are different types of skills different patterns that are played. There's one structural difference. The bridge might be a little flatter and the strings less arced, so that's easier to play two strings at once. Not that you can't do it either way, but yeah, it's, it's actually really the same instrument. It's more the style of music that you play that determines what you call yourself. Well, let's get started right away with the music that you've picked out for your Song of the Soul. So, Daryl, what's number one on your list? Well, I thought I should give some credit to a musician who's inspired me. John Smith is a singer-songwriter from Trempeleau, Wisconsin, and he was introduced to me by a friend, and I've bought several of his CDs, got to know his music, and have started to sing a few of his songs in the musical groups that I'm with. And he has a song called I Will Fly from his CD Traveler, and it really encompasses some wonderful concepts about what is important in life, the role of love, there's a phrase in it that says love never ends, and how it's embodied in nature around us. And so I'd like to start with that song. I Will Fly, and it's performed and written by John Smith. When my time comes to leave, I want you. 
to know I believe that love goes on and it never dies. So when I'm gone, I will give you a sign, and I will fly across the valley. I will land up in the pine when you hear a lonesome wren song. You will know it's me up on high. So please don't cry when I go. Just break out the fiddle. And rise in the bowl, and sing all night till the morning comes. Send me on my way upon the wings of love, and I will fly across the valley. I will land up in. When you hear a lonesome wren song, you will know it's me upon high. Traveler. It's by John Smith, I Will Fly, and it was selected as the first song for Daryl Smith's Song of the Soul. Now, people may or may not realize that the musician there, his name is John Smith, but there's no space in between that N and that start of the next word, the Smith. But his last name is Smith, evidently, just like yours, Daryl. Just like mine. We share a last name, and, and I think actually we share some sentiments about life, and and I've been able to talk to him and get permission to perform some of his songs, and so I feel a connection to him. 
and in there he's singing about flying and he's there with the birds there going by are you an outdoor naturey type of guy definitely and i would say nature is something that restores my soul and i think that it's ironic there's a harshness to nature but there's also peace in nature and there's something that i think restores us to our natural rhythms when we're out in nature and the singer in that song is is imagining that we will be there in nature for those who he leaves behind you know there's something that didn't quite make sense to me i i think a lot of people would prefer to migrate from milwaukee down to north carolina you migrated north. Are you some kind of a reverse snowbird, or what is this? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's funny. Milwaukee was not on my mental map, literally and figuratively. I had to locate it. I came to Milwaukee as part of a, an urban service program called the Lutheran Volunteer Corps. I joke that it's I was neither Lutheran and I wasn't completely a volunteer, and that joining it, I spirituality has always been part of me, but I, it was new to me to participate in some Lutheran worships and go to Lutheran churches on occasion. It's not required that you be Lutheran or have any specific faith to be part of it, but you basically make a commitment to live in community of people and work in the inner city and explore inwardly and outwardly, and that's what the Volunteer Corps was in a nutshell, and I came to Milwaukee as part of that and was matched with an agency in downtown Milwaukee and worked with a homeless and with young people in an after-school program that I helped to get off the ground. So you weren't Lutheran? What were you? Well, that's an interesting question, and I would say that I was a very loose, left-leaning Baptist slash Quaker. Maybe a Quaker embers were in there, uh, and that I, I think that Quaker faith has a real sense of the inner life. And the church that I attended when I was in high school and middle school was a very liberal Baptist church. Some people think that's an oxymoron, but that's not. Uh, Particularly in a college town in the South, you'll find a variety of faith traditions and variety of agreement and disagreement within faith traditions within the Baptist church as well. So it was a church that was on the front lines of race relations and desegregation in the 60s and then also dealing with issues of sexuality and same-sex ministry, basically, and that church was on the front lines there as well. So I was used to very progressive ways of viewing faith, and that was the beginning. And actually, I should add into my faith traditions, I dabbled and more than dabbled with more conservative and evangelical Christianity my first year or two of college. I wanted to learn what life was like in a very different sense of, of faith and the passion of, that was represented there. So uh, I would say I've moved beyond that now. And I think you identify currently as Quaker, pretty much? I do. I'm a fallen away Quaker, which means that I don't attend enough as I really want to. And the Quaker meeting is a little ways away from where I live now. And I say that in jest because Quakers are marvelous. There's really no expectation of attendance. No one's checking a box by your name. There is a strong community sense, but nothing is held over your head, I find. So the Milwaukee Friends Meeting would be the closest that I would come to a, a group or community of faith for, for myself. But honestly, I sometimes really need alone time on weekends to rest up from long weeks of work and various pursuits that I'm involved in, and I don't always make it into worship. Well, let's get back to your music. What's number two? The second one I'd like to offer is a song called Ready for Memphis. And this is a song inspired and written by a duo from St. Paul called Neil and Leandra. And I don't believe they're actually still performing, but they have extensive material that's really well-written beautifully sung, arranged, performed. I've seen them in several performances as well. And this song, I think, just captures so much, and it's a story song. 
of a man attending a gathering in Memphis, Tennessee. And I'll, I think I'll leave it at that. Maybe we can pick it up afterwards. Ready for Memphis. Three ties in my black suit. Shaving kid in shiny shoes. Dusted on my own suitcase. Tucked in a bottle and a bottle of booze. Fifty bucks in my pocket. Try to get me a cheap room. For three days and it's over. It's just something I gotta do. But I'm ready for Memphis. It's gonna be a big meeting there. A whole lot could happen. There's just something in the sweet magnolia. Sweet 
Ready for Memphis is the song that Daryl Smith chose for his Song of the Soul. It's written by Neil and Leandra, but that performance, uh, live performance, as you could obviously tell, was by the Party Boys. And so that's party with a P-A-R-D-E-E, not P-A-R-T-Y. I'm sure that mistake is made frequently. Tell us who the Party Boys are, Daryl. Sure. Don Pardee is the lead singer and plays guitar, and he and I know each other through the Milwaukee Friends meeting, the Quaker meeting, and he's just, on more than one occasion, came to me and said, I think we really need to play more together. He's, for several years, been playing with his brother, Jack, and he invited me to, to sit in, and I've done that gradually and steadily, and we've worked up a lot more material together, often with three-part harmony, and that's a pure joy to sing in three-part harmony and and to bring together songs that speak to each of us. So we've developed uh, enough material that we can play in area coffee shops and fundraisers and outdoor events and festivals and have a lot of fun with it. And that one is from an album called Live at the Perk. What the hell is the Perk? Yeah, the Perk is Sherman Perk, which is a coffee shop in Sherman Park, north-central Milwaukee. And they have live music on Friday and Saturday evenings, and we have pretty much a monthly gig that we'll do there. Anyone is welcome, and real diverse neighborhood around the Perk, and it's a refurbished old gas station. (laughs) It's got a real classic feel to it. The owner is a fantastic guy and is very supportive of the arts. No one's making a ton of money at it. It's just a community gathering spot. And we thought, hey, for a first recording, let's do it live right there at the Perk. And why did you pick that song? Why Ready for Memphis? Does that have some special spiritual significance for you? It's a, in a way, it's a protest song, but it's done in a way that's very subtle. So it's a story of a man who is a white man, probably from like a blue collar or working class background. I get that sense from the lyrics of him taking a bus to Memphis and he's piled in there with other people. And he said, old ladies and stale air. And and he's picking away at his sack lunch that his wife put together for him before work. So his wife thinks he's crazy, and he's going down to Memphis. And why? Well, he's wanting to meet Dr. Martin Luther King. In Memphis is where King was assassinated, and so there's a, a sad undertone to this pilgrimage or this journey to meet somebody that this man admired. But I love the fact that it's the average person making a difference, doing something that runs against the grain of others close around him, I think it's those little acts that ultimately make a difference in the world. That can be frustrating because it takes a lot of little acts to make a difference, but I believe that's essentially how change happens. Well, instead of raising fears, why don't you raise our spirits more music? Sure. Well, one of the things that I think that music provides is just a simple uplifting tone, an uplifting message, or just energy. One of the things I've enjoyed with violin and now fiddle is some of the pure energy you can get from it. So I wanted to offer the Farmer's Market Reel, also played here with the Party Boys. It's based on an old tune, which exactly how to pronounce this title, I'm not quite sure, but Makano Jordy's Buyer is what I make of it. And I learned it from a CD called Harvest Home that is recorded by Jay Unger, who's the same guy who wrote Ashokan Farewell that many people know from the Civil War series written by Ken Burns. And it's just a wonderful tune with a very simple melody that just makes you want to kick up your heels. And for me, that's needed.
another cut from the CD Live at the Perk by the Party Boys. That song, depending which name you're dealing with, is the Farmer's Market Reel. That's what you'll find it named on that CD. Although the original tune, Muckin' O'Geordie's Buyer. I mean, or beer, or whatever it's called. I don't know. I don't speak that language. What what language is that? It must be old English. <laughs> so when you play a tune, a tune is a different vocabulary from having words. You like singing, evidently. You like singing in three-part harmonies, so you can sing. But you like instrumentals as well. Is there a vocabulary that goes with a tune that you're playing on the fiddle? That's a really interesting question, and in fact, I'd say I'm just learning that. You can play a a fiddle or a violin in such a way that you can mimic a bird or a warble in in nature. You can make it mimic the alien pipes, which would be like the Irish pipes, a little different than the Scottish pipes, but that have a drone and and can bend notes. And that I'm learning over time, and that's part of my new venture away from the classical violin and into more folk style music is that you can actually really kind of bend and have fun with a note, change the tone quality of it. And actually that leads to a, another song I wanted to share, which is a song by an Irish group called Sprague Session called Jen and Anthony's. I had to learn a, a couple new ways of fingering to get a certain effect. And that was to leave the higher note finger down for a split second long enough to give a, a stop to the note and before landing on the lower note it's sort of like you're you're not doing a complete trill, you're just stopping the string briefly, and it makes for a little bit of a bite. So anyway, this, this song called Jen and Anthony's is one that I had to learn a, a new twist on how to play. It's nothing earth-shattering, but for me it's just fun as a middle-aged adult to be learning a new trick here or there. Jen and Anthony's, and it's performed here, Simple Fiddle by Daryl Smith. Thank you. 
the song is written by Sprague Session, that where it originated from. Daryl Smith picked it up and played Jen and Anthony's for us today for Song of the Soul. This is Song of the Soul, which is Northern Spirit Radio production on the web at northernspiritradio.org. And that's O-R-G like organic, like the compost that Daryl Smith sells. You can find a link to Daryl Smith on our website, which is northernspiritradio.org. You can listen to nine plus years of our programs. It's all free. There's a place to leave comments. And we love to hear two-way communication. And there's a donate button, and that's how we fund this full-time employment. So please, when you visit, leave us a comment. Make a donation. But even more than donating to us, remember to support your local community radio station. They provide an invaluable slice of news and of music that you get nowhere else on the American dial. So please start out by supporting your local community radio station. Again, Daryl Smith is with us. He's part of a couple different bands, and he does music on his own. And that song that we just listened to, Gene and Anthony's, is an example. Could you tell us about the high-tech recording studio where that was recorded? (laughs) Sure. Yeah, that was actually recorded in my kitchen. There's a very simple recording device called a Zoom H2 that I place on the table and is able to give pretty decent sound quality. It's low-tech but gets the job done. Something I did want to share when I was looking ahead to talking, which is my experience of the instrument itself. I've recently purchased a new violin, so the one that I'm playing on in this recording is that violin. And it's been an exceptional process of getting to know a new instrument and the previous one that I had was literally dug out of a closet somewhere. And you know, music is not a major money maker for me. It's not a profession per se. And I have sort of stumbled along with an old instrument that was had been repaired many, many years ago. I felt like it was limiting me, and I started to look around for a new instrument. And it has just simply been a pure joy to have this instrument in my hands and the way it expresses itself. It feels like it expresses me in a much better way. So I I quite simply love listening to it. And we do too. So let's listen to some more. What's next? Well, another solo violin tune I would share is one called Bygone Days by Eileen Ivers. And she's an American-born Irish fiddler. I think she won the All-Ireland Championship several times. And she wrote this song for her parents. And it's just got a really beautiful melody line to it. And I added a middle section to it, sort of a little variation to add some length to the overall phrasing. And I had the joy of meeting her very recently this past March at the Sharon Lynn Wilson Center in Waukesha and was able to talk to her after the performance about this tune. So, bygone days.
simple, beautiful recording of the song Bygone Days by Eileen Ivers, but in this case it was played by Daryl Smith, who's with us here today for Song of the Soul. Again, that was just in your kitchen. It's really been a, a revolution we've had these days where recording is so easy. We've got very inexpensive equipment that can do a credible job. There's software out there that we can edit and add layers, which you didn't do there. We, we, you just stayed with simplicity. If you were performing that song along with, say, the Party Boys, what other parts would be in there? What would be happening? Yeah, I performed this both with the Party Boys and also with my friend Howard Lewis and the music group Embedded Reporter. And they do different but both phenomenal arrangements on guitar to provide some structure beneath it, and it helps to make it feel more like ensemble. And just like singing in harmony is generally an even better thing than singing solo. So uh, it provides some breadth to the tone, communicating the overall message. And you know, it's got some sorrowness to it in bygone days. And I think that it's also beautiful. So there's that mixture. Well, I do want to hear more of your music. There's a, a wealth of it. You haven't got a lot of recordings out there, though. How many recordings are you on that I could have access perhaps to? Yeah, there are two with Howard Lewis and Embedded Reporter. First one is Unnamed Sources. The other one, Local News, is more recent. And all of that material is Howard's original music and his own songwriting, and then I'm joining in to add a little spruce up and, and fun to that process, as well as other musicians that he's invited in, and that's part of his ethos in terms of making music with friends. The Party Boys and I have just come out with this first one recorded live at the Perk, and it's called Live at the Perk, but there's also music that I play that isn't on a recording, and one of them actually, in fact, I'd like to offer here is one I had to drag Howard into my kitchen to do a quick recording of because I just like it so much and we don't have it on recording yet, and it's called Palin. Palin is, I guess I would say it's semi-autobiographical from Howard. Howard spent some time in China on a, a musical trip sharing music in China, and there was a translator that was part of his travels there, and her name was Palin. And so Howard has a great way of of sharing lines that capture a lot in just a few words, describing Palin and who she works for and, and a little vignette about her life. And he's imagining a story here about Palin meeting a guy at the market, and the guy chases her just a bit to see if he can crack open her world a little bit and get to know him. It's Palin, and this is a little bit of an improvised recording by Embedded Reporter. Palin works for Dr. Pooh. Works for him too. She rides the bus across Chengdu. If you live there, so would you. Lotus Park, with any luck, she'll strike a deal on a tender duck with a boy who sells them off his truck. A cheeky man with lots of luck. Hello, Bailey. Inside she glances at the clock 
Lights the stove and heats the wok Steams the rice, prepares the stock And wax the duck on the chopping block Hello, Palin, I'm glad you are in You just won't work, you just won't do Till I can share this world with you If the single life is what you choose A girl like you can hardly lose But let me share one bit of news Chopsticks always come in twos Hello, Palin, I'm glad you are in just won't work, it just won't do Till I can share this world with you It may be right, it may be true The solo life might well suit you To see how rose one I will do But things look better seen with two is combination of Howard Lewis and Daryl Smith. Together they record as Embedded Reporter, and the song was Pei a song written by Howard. So that's taking place over in China, and a lot of that feels a little bit foreign to me, but it also feels human to me. I, I like the humor in there. I, Howard's great that way. What do you get out of that song? I think the song has a great combination of humor and lightheartedness that just kind of makes you tap your foot and puts you in the position of seeing these people going about their life. And also there's some implied message so that the chorus is this guy saying, hey, Palin, I'm, I'm glad you're in. I, I want to talk to you. And so the song does a lot, again, in just a few words and phrases and conjures up images. But then there are even some real truths about life that are embedded in it. So you know, if a single life is what you choose, so be it. But to see a rose, one eye will do. But to see it better, it does help to have two, essentially. And then, you know, in a lyrical way, you know, you can't fly with only one wing. And I do believe that as much as we all care about our own paths and goals and aspirations, that the completeness of life really comes from being with others and seeing life from different directions and benefiting from that shared perspective. Oh, that's the way you see that? And I think somebody said, you know, it's like if you if you see a sunset, that's great, but it really only becomes real if you're able to tell somebody about it, or maybe you're seeing the sunset with somebody and you both are able to reflect on it. Somehow that shared experience makes the world. That tells me that in some ways you, Daryl, are not completely monastic in your intentions. I am not completely monastic. I do have a strong independent streak, 
And uh, <laughs> I do believe that our relationships are so important. And I think people often remember the truism that it's not what you earn and you can't take it with you, but your memories and most of them are going to be about people are what will stick with you. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe people do die and say, gee, uh, you know, before I die, I wish I could just build one more brick wall or, <laughs> you know. But on the other hand, maybe you'll die just saying, you know, I wish I had just learned that one fiddle. <laughs> maybe, I don't know. Each person has their own aspirations. I do think that I, I carry those personal connections, but then I'm an extrovert. Well, I have a funny little conundrum that I confided in the person that I purchased my violin from. And that is I consider myself relatively detached from things. So people and experiences are more important than things. But I really do love this violin. I said to him, I think this is so far the, the most significant challenge to any kind of Buddhist detachment I've developed in life. I would have a hard time parting with this. So uh, I won't be able to take it with me, but hopefully I'll get enough mileage out of it between now and whenever that is that uh, I'll figure I got everything I came for. Well, I hope we have at least time for one more opportunity to hear some more music with you and your fiddle. Is that going to be possible? Uh, well, this next one, Tim Schull, which is written by Mumford & Sons, doesn't have fiddle on it per se, but it's got some three-part harmonies that are just so much fun to sing. There's that community going on in, in music that I wanted to share it. So this is the song Tim Schulbeck, Mumford and Sons. Cold is the water It freezes your already cold mind Already cold, cold mind And death is at your doorstep Lose your sight, but I can't move. 
song for Daryl Smith's Song of the Soul. It's Timschel. It's performed by the Party Boys, and it was written by, originally from Mumford and Sons. Could you give me an idea, Daryl, of why that song, what, why the lyrics in there, what they say to you that's part of your Song of the Soul? Honestly, I can't say exactly what the song is about. It's written almost like a poem, so it's a bit uh, cryptic or it's a bit vague about what is the exact meaning, but it's based on a discussion about a biblical passage, and that discussion takes place in the book East of Eden by John Steinbeck, and the, the concept of Timshul is a word that the two characters in the book are discussing, and they, in the book, are discussing questions like, how can man overcome evil or overcome sin? And the, there's a, a phrase that's been translated, that thou shalt do this or overcome sin. And so then is it predestined or is it, uh, or we're being instructed? And the idea of Timshul is that there's choice and the word uh, is more accurately translated as thou mayest. So you might overcome evil or you might overcome sin in life, but you also might not. Or in other words, we have choice about how we relate to each other and that's an empowering thought. And I think that's ultimately what the song is about and a good one for us to remember. And then, frankly, I just so enjoy the harmony and the process of creating it. That uh, is something that I had to share. Yeah, it's wonderful to hear the voices. I do think that people, if they want to hear more of your violin, since you didn't give me one more tune with it, where should they see you next time? The Embedded Reporter is actually performing this Sunday evening. This would be Sunday, November 9th, as a fundraiser for the Peace Learning Center in Milwaukee. It's at the uh, 16th Street Coffee House, and it's in the basement of a Lutheran church. It's one of the oldest coffee house, or supposedly the oldest coffee house, nonprofit coffee house in the country. And Party Boys, we're playing next uh, on the 13th. That would be a Friday evening at Sherman Perk and are generally there the second Friday of every month and would welcome seeing anyone at either of those places. So if you want to track down some more opportunities to hear music from Daryl Smith in either his association with Howard Lewis, that would be embeddedreportermusic.com. You can also find him with the Party Boys. Party is, again, P-A-R-D-E-E, thepartyboys.com. Both of those are good opportunities to connect up with him and his music mates. And you can probably track Daryl down, too. I'm sure he'll come and play a fiddle for you, too, if you just ask him nice. So, Daryl, I mean, it's great knowing you, number one. Number two, it's great hearing the music side of you because until just recently, I had never actually heard any of your music. But I'd like you to come to Northern Yearly Meeting and play music for us live. Wouldn't you do that? I think that can be arranged. And it's been a great time talking to you as well. Thanks for the invitation. Thanks so much for joining me for Song of the Soul. And listeners, keep in mind that there are a few bonus excerpts from this interview that we could not fit into this broadcast. And you can find them on northernspiritradio.org. See you next week for Song of the Soul. The theme music for Song of the Soul is by Chris Williamson, and it's called Song of the Soul. My name is Mark Helpsmeet, and this is a Northern Spirit Radio production. You can listen to this program again, track down the list of songs included, and a whole lot more on my website, northernspiritradio.org. And I invite you to share your Song of the Soul with my listeners. Just contact me via my website. And please, 
Join me weekly for Song of the Soul. You can be happy, let in the light, it will heal you, and you can feel you and sing out a song.